This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah! It's that hour! It's that time! What a time to be alive! You know it! It's Thursday, the 21st of July 2016. One day to the biggest event we're about to see in South Africa. My name is Sampiro Petros. Welcome to the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. I'm never alone. I'm with the captain, speaking big things, doing big things, and having the time of his life right here in studio. Shut, shut, shut. What's the guy? How you doing, man? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive, baby. Yeah, You're there, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, bro, how you doing, man? How you feeling, like? Big things are coming, dog. I'm supercharged up. Look at me now. I'm coming out here weighing at 75 kilograms. Hop, jab, left, right, hook, uppercut. He's got it. He's got the momentum. He's winning. Yeah! And the crowd goes wild! <laughs> Crazy stuff, yeah. dog. The biggest, uh, the biggest time in our lives, bro. Like, I think I'm really expectant about what's going to happen in the next 48 hours, bro. Like, the it's next gonna, 48 hours. Wow. It's been 72 hours. We've been missioning, doing big things. This whole week, bro, we've been on radio, bro. Every like, single big major radio station in South Africa, including the leading radio station, Cliff Central, of course, because this is like the next evolution of radio. But we've been everywhere. Next and gen radio, Young dog. people are fired up. Everyone is charged up, ready for a big, big, big occasion. With the Young Leaders Seminar 2016. We've trended a couple of times on Twitter. <laughs> man, oh man. They were not ready for this. They were never ready. I don't even think you we're ready, dog. Ready. You know, I keep on thinking about I'm going to say this and that. But then my, my talk evolves because there's something else that I need to put in. Something else that I need to incorporate. Things are going to next level. Like, I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. But all I know is that the day after tomorrow, things will never be the same again because of what is about to happen in South Africa, within the youth of South Africa, where we're redefining the narrative on youth leadership, baby. Yeah, it's so, going to be big. The lovely thing is that, uh, you know, this is not going to be your normal seminar. As I always say, it's not going to be anything that you're used to. It's going to be very entertaining. It's going to be informative. Um, it's, I think there's four or five uh, pillars that, that, uh, that, you know, even radio goes upon. Uh, and even, uh, you know, things like what, whatever we want to do, it needs to have those elements. Yeah, That's man. entertainment. That is information. That is motivation. Um, that is, you know, um, um, there's a difference between information and empowerment. Empowerment is also one of them. So these are some of the things that we want to see happen when we host anything. And that's exactly what you're going to see with the coming Young Leaders Seminar as well. Yeah, man. It's going to be big, bro. Like, it's going to be really big. But you know what, Reza? I want to hear a taste of what you're going to share with us tomorrow. Let's do that that motivation minute. Are you ready, dog? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, not even I'm ready. <laughs> but let's oh, try man. it out. Are you okay, ready? Okay, cool. One, two, three. Let's do this thing. I wish you were like me. You know what? I wake up in the morning and I play songs like this. And I think these are the type of things that you need to do as well. Watch yourself in the mirror. Play a song like this and tell yourself many times that, you know what? I like myself. Man, I'm on fire. I am built to win. I am a success. I am blessed with success. You need to tell yourself those things because actually your subconscious mind is way more powerful. And it's most of the time, your subconscious actually limits you or propels you in a certain direction. So these are the things that you need to 
think about constantly. You know, you need to improve yourself because you can. A man can only be as great as his thoughts. Think about that. Anything that you ever do can only be as great as your thoughts. So if your thoughts aren't big enough, if your thoughts aren't bold enough, you will never be greater than your thoughts. Let's think a positive thought. Let us dream a positive dream and keep people around you that are gonna. Feed you with only positive things, so that when you are out there sharing your positive thoughts, that no one actually brings you down. You need the right type of people around you. Surround yourself with an army of superstar leaders. Drops the mic. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I got no words, dog. This is how it's gonna be tomorrow night, dog. Exactly, just like this. <laughs> oh, man, just be, like that. It's gonna be real, dog. That's all I can say. Thank you, Wiza. It's gonna be real. Like the mind is everything, dog. It is. I- identity is everything. You know, I think a lot of like we spoke a lot of stuff last week. You know, we spoke about the journey, embracing the journey, how we need to be consistent in this approach, and I've learned a lot in this past week, bro. Like through our missioning. Like if you don't know, I think I've spent about close, if not seventy-two hours, about sixty hours with this guy next to me, Wiza. That guy. We've been traveling. Gauteng, from Pretoria to Joburg, back to Pretoria to Joburg. I think on countless occasions. I think we've made that trip about 10 or 20 times, close to 20 times this week, dog. Because from one radio interview to the next, you realize that this is really bigger than yourself. When people are saying that this, you need to bring this thing to Cape Town, Durban, you need to take this thing to the... Bloemfontein was also asking for some love. Dog. We're coming out there, guys. We're coming out there. All we need is the support that you guys are giving us. Mm. And, uh, you know, you fuel us. And obviously, we can't do this alone. We need a tribe of superstar leaders. And I need to acknowledge all the people that are behind this, man. Uh, what you hear on radio is not, it, it doesn't end with just us. It, this thing goes beyond because there's more than a hundred young people that are out there doing things to try and make sure that everything works out. And, you know, they're out here offering their time, their, their, their life. They they really doing the most as well. Yeah, so right. I really really appreciate everyone who's actively involved. Uh, and I mean the, these these type of things. Um, is, it, actually, I had a chat with one of the volunteers yesterday. His name was is uh, Sanele, um, if I'm not, not mistaken, yeah. uh, or Sandile. This yeah. this gentleman right here. Um, I I have never met him before. Uh, I was walking on campus, putting up some posters at the University of Pretoria. He walked past me and uh, he greeted. And then he said that he actually put up some posters as well, yep. our posters. Yeah. Meaning that he went and took his money, printed the posters, bought stickers because you need some sort of authority to put yeah. up the, and bought those. And then he put it on, bought some press stick, took his time out to paste things all around campus. That's time, that's energy, that's everything. And I've never even met him. I'm meeting him for the first time right now, right there. And that to me means that, you know, this, these are the type of people with the right character. Yeah. And when I had a chat with him, he was saying that, uh, you know, he, he just felt like he can't be part of an organization and then not do anything about it. He yeah, needs to bro. be in, and he says, I mean, hence the name. I mean, it's all in the name. Take charge. How can you not? 
do anything if the name says take charge. And oh. I was like, wow, these are the type of people you we see, need to see. Yeah. That is superstar leadership, bro. It's that le- is, yeah. Leadership that goes beyond a, a title, bro. That goes beyond trying to get some sort of recognition, but rather being part of a team and really being proactive and taking charge and moving forward in our nation, bro. I've seen a lot of people like this. It's been an honor, bro. I have to say to to see the people that are that are out there putting up posters that are sacrificing their time in order to to build the the movement and build the cause. I did something uh, illegal yesterday. So after our meeting, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the type of guy that needs to see the venue before the the actual time, just to just to envision how it's gonna be like um on the night. So yesterday after our meeting at around 11 o'clock, you know, I, we left my car um, on campus because we had a meeting there and then we had to rush to radio for the afternoon drive show. And um, so I was there with uh, Sanele and uh, you know, the Musan Theater is usually locked and all of that. Yeah. I managed to find my way into the Musan Theater at 11 p.m. at night, dog. Goodness. I, Hey man, I I know that university campus, bro. I've been I've been stunting all these years and the, on that campus. So we managed to find our way in, but um, it was quite interesting because it was very silent. And um, I just really believe that something huge is going to happen there, bro. I just I just felt all kinds of nervous just being in that in that theater and just experiencing the silence and the solitude and just closing my eyes and envisioning the way forward, bro. Because I mean, that's what that's what leadership is all about: envisioning the way forward, envisioning what's what's about to happen, and realizing that there's a lot of work that goes into achieving that vision, bro. It was a deep time, bro. Yeah. It's a deep time, and I think I'm gonna pay another visit to that to that museum theater today sometime. I don't know what time. I need to make sure I get past security because security on campus is real, dog. But it's, you just it's, have to smile and speak in the language, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just have to speak a bit of Afrikaans. You'll get ahead. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, like, like what you so, did yesterday. Sometimes, was, uh, sometimes uh, in a in a meeting. I mean, let's say in a in a job interview. Uh, I think uh, we, this was a joke, really, but uh, um, they would say, um, "So, sir, um, this job is going to require a little bit of Afrikaans. Do you know any Afrikaans?" Like, yeah, he come to book. Exactly. Yeah. Bro. Well, I mean, okay, cool. Yes, I did use a little bit of Afrikaans yesterday. What I tend to realize is this: um, you know, in a, in any conversation, people, especially if you meet them the first time, within the first seven seconds, they've already made up their minds as to, you know. Are you a good person? Are you okay? Are you are you trustworthy? Or do they like you or not really? So if you in that first seven seconds do something that um, is, you know, you, you're reaching out into someone else's culture. You yeah. Know, even if it's just a greeting in someone else's language. Yeah. These are the type of things that build rapport, you know, even if the per- even if it's someone that you've never met before. Yeah. But, um, you know, just getting there and uh, giving a, you know, a, a, a steady handshake, but also just, a, you know, a, a greeting in a person's language. They they appreciate that, uh, you know, that effort you make in terms of just making them feel at ease as well. And even if the rest of the conversation carries on in, in English or, or so, but at least that first seven seconds. You've made your impression. You've made your impression to say, look, I'm a t- I'm the type of person that, you know, that that's welcoming your culture yeah. into my my. I'm accommodating well. you. I'm a com- yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I mean, we. So what we're chatting about today is how do you make uh, an amazing event with zero budget? Yeah. 
hey man <laughs> <laughs> and literally zero budget yo yeah, bro yeah i think these are some of the things we need to share because um like like you say accommodating people and understanding people and and going to their level and making sure that you understand where they're coming from mm. is something very powerful yeah yeah so building that rapport with people so that um people feel that you know they they can work with you and and they want to do more for you yeah and it's interesting how much they will do for you once once that um you know that barrier is broken yeah. uh, that 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 separates us and um so so that first 7 seconds normally helps a lot with just making sure that if you've never met this person they automatically just feel like they like they like you yeah. for some reason they just do they just like you all of a sudden they start doing way more for you i mean yesterday uh with that f- f- that uh, security official um, we got there. I greeted him in Afrikaans. Hey, you can it, Mr. Ah, Mr. It's going good, thank you. Sit, sit. And then you guys came. Hey, hello, hello. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And then we oh sat down. But uh, you know, now he's at ease. Now he doesn't. You know, he he's not too cagey about yeah. about security. He's he's open to suggestions. Open to doing more for you. He's mm. saying, "Don't you need VIP?" He's asking you. He's 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 suggesting things to make your event better. Yeah. Instead of just saying, "What do you want?" Okay, you'll get it. Get out. Or now you have to pay for that. Get out. You know that type of thing. All of a sudden now he's like, "No, don't you want the GPS coordinates?" Is out your printing Dog. page of GPS coordinates. He's out here organizing security for specialized parking. Get me the number plates and I'll sort it out for you. Do you have a map of the venue or the map of the, the whole city to, to direct a person to the University of Pretoria to the Museum hey, Theater? Man. I was like, no, I don't. Okay, cool. Let me get that for you. Let me do... Wow. Going all of out a of sudden, way, Baba, all of a sudden a person goes out of their way yeah. to, make, to make your life easier. But it's interesting because I think about Two years ago, me and you were at a seminar. Yeah. There was this gentleman speaking about a topic called superstar leadership. Yeah, yeah. And and superstar leadership is actually a great way to pull off almost anything with zero budget. Mm. Because once once someone... Um, let, let's take, for instance, an example of uh, Kanye Bao. Yeah. Right? Because this gentleman that, was, that wrote the book called Superstar Leadership was actually um, mentoring and uh, eventually managing Kanye Bao. Yeah. Right? And uh, here's the interesting part of this whole thing. Um, so with superstar leadership, people all of a sudden perform way higher on ethics yeah. they perform way higher on uh, going the extra mile and and they don't they don't see anything wrong with that you know yeah. they 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 give more of their of their everything without necessarily respect uh, uh, um wanting anything in return all of a sudden um the the value is distorted distorted you don't you're not yeah. even sure what the value of what is anymore and you you really just you know you you value certain things more than what they should be valued yeah. an interesting thing what happened with um Kanye Bao is she was at this um school motivating or just performing or doing whatever she was doing right and then while she's while she's out here saying these things and doing all this accidentally her her bling falls off. That is now her necklace, right? Her necklace was worth 20,000 yeah. rand and it fell into the crowd with all these kids in there and everything. And then she said, oh my gosh, my bling just fell off. If anyone can pick up my bling and show it to me, um, I'll give you a hug. Yeah. And do you know what happened? 
people made a scrum trying to find that blame and one person got it and then they picked up their hand and said i got it and then like whoa give her a round of applause and then everyone was cheering got on stage gave Kanye her bling of 20,000 and then took the hug. So what actually this person was saying with this with this um, behavior is that now all of a sudden Kanye Mbao's hug is more valuable than, than 20,000 20, rand. Yeah. To to someone living in 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 a, in a township, how could a hug be more valuable than 20,000 rand? Yeah. A hug just lasts for like what? Two, two seconds, seconds. And, and you know and five the, if you're a weird person yeah <laughs> yeah those intimate hugs those those, those hugs where you want to let go but the other person's still like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not done yet i'm not done yet yeah. yeah but you know the funny thing is is can you actually emphasize that hey my bling is worth twenty thousand? yeah rand. she even emphasized that it's worth twenty thousand rand, and people still wanted the hug still wanted the hug but you know where it starts and i remember this guy emphasizing the fact the first time he met can was the, when she was a schoolgirl, mm. and um she was the the type of school that girl that believed in her future and the vision that she had for her future. Mm. She literally stood out of the crowd because she said that she is going to be this type of person someday. And in spite of what everybody said to her, she realized that her identity was necessity for his prosperity. And that's the mm. most important thing you need to realize that you need to value yourself and believe in yourself even when nobody else believes in you, because that is going to set you apart and take you to the next level. Because that literally launched her into a future. She did everything she needed to do to become the person she needed to be. And she realized that, hey man, I'm this type of person. I'm comfortable with who I am. I know that if I tell people to bring my bling, it's going to come back, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I think I'm, I'm the type of person that is really influential. Mm-hmm. So there's power in realizing who you are. And what you can do moving forward. Yeah. Superstar leadership is a real thing, dog. So, so, I mean, in this, in this example right here, um, all of a sudden people were willing to bend ethics, you know, ethics as in, uh, okay, all right, no, what I mean is, um, they were willing to, um, uh, act morally, you know, act with ethic rather than say, Joe, it's your loss and my gain. Yeah. 20,000 Rand, that's going to make a big difference in my life. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden people act ethical, mm. um, because of superstar leadership. Yeah. And, um, with superstar leadership, uh, and another example the gentleman made was how, uh, um, there was a CEO of, of a certain company who had paid for this entire get together thing. And, you know, Kanye was out there addressing the people and so on. And the CEO was sitting, standing right there at the back and he desperately wanted a, a selfie with Kanye Mbao and he was willing to, to wait, you know, and stand there and, yeah. and it's, and, you know, wow, why, why wait and, and stand there, uh, for such a long time mm. just for a selfie? You know, you, now you, you're going beyond the call of duty. All you needed to do was just, you know, just sign off the papers, make sure that the money is made and leave. Yeah. But he wanted more. He wanted, you know, and, and he was willing to do anything in that process as well. And these are some of the interesting things that you see. And, um, and I think, uh, w- when you conduct yourself, in the right way, you are able to also have the same effect on people, and uh, in 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 return, yeah. you'll also get the same results as what the Kanye Mbaos get, and mm. so on. And uh, and it's it it does go down to branding. How how have you branded yourself? Yeah. Do people su- see you as you know as star quality? Even though you're not a superstar, you're a rising star. Yeah. But but, but interesting thing is. 
you're still a star. Yeah. Rising or super or nova or whatever, it's still a star. You're there, bro. You know what I mean? And uh, and, and it's interesting, actually, now that you um, that you mentioned that we are chatting about Kanye Bao, because uh, when she was growing up, or right, so, so she was in a, a, a township and so yeah. on, and a township school. Um, I uh, while I'm about to tell you the story, I was actually having a chat with a guy who said he, you know, he goes out and he, he used to go out and motivate kids, but he doesn't know if if it's you know if it even works, yeah, or how effective it is, and because he he only goes there once or twice, he doesn't like it because you know there's no you know longevity yeah. in, in the whole thing. There's no sustainability on yeah, the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I said to him, no, but you, you don't necessarily know what you're doing because you, to you, it seems small, but to the person receiving it, it might be bigger than what you think. Yeah. Like for instance, um, Nelson Mandela grew up in, you know, in rural Eastern Cape when he was still just a little boy. Mm. Let's say there was this, um, you know, middle aged man who came to his primary or high school one day and said somewhere in this crowd, one of you kids, is going to change the world. One of you is going to set us free one day. One of you is going to be, you know, a leader amongst many leaders and you, you're going to be a, a light that shines throughout the world. And I want you to believe that about yourself. Yeah. And I want you to, you know, to really believe that you can make it. Let's say that class had about 50 kids mm. and there was only one kid there, Nelson Mandela, who would eventually be that person. Yeah. So now, um, find Nelson Mandela inspired millions or even almost a couple of billion of people, right? But he wouldn't have but been that person. What if, yeah, the, the first person that came and said, I see a seed here, let me water, mm. you know, he might have been watering the whole field, but then only one, one little, sprouted, yeah. yeah, one, one, um, seed, one seed actually sprouted, but that one seed, would then eventually be the result of the entire forest coming yeah. here in about f the next 50 years. Mm. So that's the type of power sometimes that, that lies in you paying a school a visit. And though it is just one person mm. that takes your message, that person can be the ripple effect to touch the millions that are that you actually wanted to touch. So you've painted a nice picture now on what leadership is all about because leadership isn't about you and trying to get to a certain place, but rather being the type of person that's planting and sowing seeds everywhere yeah. because you never know where the right seed might turn out it turn into a forest. Yeah. And leadership in essence is really serving the people and inspiring a generation to realize who they are. That's what Nelson Mandela did. But before Nelson Mandela, if that guy had not gone to speak to him or if the person that influenced Nelson Mandela to become who he was had not done what he was supposed to do, then Mandela would have never touched a, a, an entire generation or entire world. He would have never been the global icon that he is. So leadership, in essence, isn't about you. And the moment you have the revelation that what you are doing will never be about you, but rather inspiring those who are looking at your life to realize who they can be and realize who they were born to be, then you will really try to find true fulfillment in this journey called life. Because fulfillment is found in investing in other people, in working with people, in growing a nation and working with people. Leadership is not about having a lot of followers, but rather developing other leaders that will lead the community, lead the nation, lead the world, bro. Because that's what it's all about, man. Yo, I think the, the view on leadership that we have through politics and all of that and what we see as leadership or the conventional leadership is a is a very blurred view because politicians govern the nation right but there are other 
people that need to become active citizens in our nation. Mm. And we will only be able to move forward in South Africa when people wake up and realize that the only way we can do this is by staying woke and doing our part and taking charge, bro. Hey, man. Yeah, leadership definitely. is a real thing, dog. It's a, sometimes it feels like a burden. Sometimes it really feels like a burden because you're sacrificing a lot, right? Yeah, no, it definitely does sometimes feel like a burden. For instance, with this, with this particular gentleman, he went to this, to this, um, you know, to, to this township, spoke to these kids in, in, in the, in this class and said to, uh, talked to them about, uh, you know, about becoming a celebrity because at the time he was a managing artist and so on. Yeah. So he was telling them, what it takes and what you need to be doing and where, you know, you need to find who you are, what, what makes you special, what makes you stand out. Yeah. And once you found that out, then you can now start building exactly on your strong points, the things that make you unique and, um, that, that you, that, that are your, you know, your wow factor, you know, and, uh, and then grow that and so on. So he was giving them this foundation, uh, and, and he was talking to all these kids and then, um, about years later, maybe about five years later, there's a, he was sitting in the mall one day and this girl approached him. Yeah. And, uh, she was about 19 or 20 years old at the time. And she said, hi, um, you, you probably won't know me, but I know you. You came to my school once and you told me to do this and this and this and this and this and yeah. this. Well, I've done all the things that you told us to do. I've grown in the last few years. And I've, I've, I've literally went and did everything. So can you please work with me? And he's, listen, um, girl, I'm no longer in that space. Like I'm no longer, uh, you know, a, an, an management of artist type of person. Yeah. And he had, maybe he had been disheartened by mm. all the things he had tried to do and nothing really, you know, he couldn't really see anything for it. So yeah. he was thinking, well, I'm just going to leave this type of career. I'm going to go to something different. And then she, you know, she kept on pissing him and saying, come on, please. Um, look, I've done this. Hey, now I've done this. Hey, progress report. And, uh, eventually he was like, ah, well, what the hell? Let, let's go yeah. ahead. And, um, you know, a few, a few months later or maybe a year later, that lady was Kanyin Bao. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That, so, that's the type of thing that happens sometimes. You you get disheartened. Yeah. Or maybe you feel like, yeah, well, none of these kids are ever going to make it anyway. Uh, somewhere in the back of your mind, those those doubts that, that creep in while you leave a venue and you're thinking, yeah, they're encouraged, but I don't know how long. I don't know, you know, what, what did, was it really significant? I think any any move is is different like if you make any move on a chessboard hey, the chessboard will no longer look the same again exactly i mean i'm sure you've had this i've had this on countless occasions or not countless occasions on rare occasions let me put it like that where one or two individuals say come up to me and thank me and say you don't know how much you really touched my life mm. i remember one one such occasion at uh, one of our events last year yeah and um this girl told me came up to me it's like hi simpia i I love what you're doing. Thank you so much for continually inspiring us. You don't realize how many lives you're actually touching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I actually don't realize how many lives I'm actually touching, you know, because I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It isn't about me. And that is always one of the most humbling moments that, that keep you going, that keep you pushing and that give you hope that what you're doing is worthwhile because fulfillment is found in, in, in nurturing and cultivating those that you're you're working with, bro. So it's a deep thing, man. It's a deep thing. So yeah, Weza, I think we'll carry on this conversation uh, on leadership. I want to ask you a couple more questions. Uh, but before we do that, and before we talk about how to organize a, a world-class event with zero budget, let's just go to a few ad breaks, okay?
Yeah, cool. Attention all young leaders. Ever wondered how to go from where you are to where you want to be? It's time to take charge of your future. The Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show is hosting the second annual Young Leaders Seminar. It's a seminar that's relevant to the youth, original, fun, creative, and so not old-fashioned. The Young Leaders Seminar looks to bring together some of the freshest game changers and inspirational celebrity guests. Join us on the 22nd of July at 6 p.m. at the Museion Theatre of University of Pretoria. The power lineup includes Gareth Cliff, Subin Boya, the host of the Unplugged and In Charge radio show, and a few surprise celebrity guests. Get your ticket and compute ticket for 100 Rand and get trending on hashtag YLS2016. The Young Leaders Seminar, brought to you by Unplugged and In Charge NPO, in association with CliffCentral.com. Because we are the ones we've been waiting for. This is CliffCentral.com. You know, that song always gets to me. Where's the, hey, bruh, no role models. Like, I actually question, you know, J. Cole talks some real shit, dog, some real shit. And uh, <laughs> I always question, like, who are the real role models in, out here now, nowadays in South Africa? Not even the world, bro. Who, who are the people that we need to look up to in, for, in terms of being leaders and being the people that we're supposed to be, dog? Yeah, no, it, it's... um. It's an interesting world because right now, uh, entertainment takes, you know, the major, um, you know, the, the, the front seat. Yeah, bro. And, um, and when it comes to entertainment though, nowadays we've got things like, uh, you know, hip hop music and we've got R&B and, and pop and all those things. And it, it seems like these are the people that are, you know, flaunted as being, you know, um, look up to this person. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes you're not even sure if they're ready for that type of responsibility. Maybe be, they were not applying to be role models. They just wanted to be great musicians. Yeah. And now, um, you know, maybe they, they, they the character that the, some of the guys have was never really role model material. Yeah. It, sometimes it's just, you know, hip hop culture type of stuff. And, uh, but but you can't stop the kids from deciding who they're going to make their role models. And what you can do is either, um, you know, put a magnifying glass on a certain person so that they are the ones that we look at more often. Mm. And um, and I, I think back back in the day, um, one of the most confusing images that was being shown on so- in South African television was um, Zola Seven. Yeah, Zola was an amazing guy in terms of you know, um, making dreams come true, was going out and making wishes come true and everything. And in that side, he was a role model in his philanthropy work. And in fact, he's still, you know, someone I look up to. Yeah. I, I think of him quite a lot with, you know, with with his show and everything. It, it was amazing. But then in the, on the other hand, he was an actor and a musician. Yeah. And in that side, he w- most of the songs, I know that there were some, you know, really good and motivational songs, but you know what? His first album and in a couple of other, other albums after that were promoting gangsterism in yeah. a way, you know, with the whole, Ola Seven, Seven, of course, standing for the 27, yeah. um, gangs and so on. And, and Tina Fana's Kirikan, you know, those yeah, things bro. of, yeah, yeah, we out here, I will call over. And, and, you know, it, it, it resonates, yes, with, with a gussy, a gussy culture, but, but is that what you want the kids to be looking up to? Mm. To say, I want to be a gangster too. I want to carry a gun. I want to be out here, you know, uh, si keto, si keto fabulous. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? So, um, 
and and you you might think I I think what what for instance with Yizo Yizo when it came out back back in the day, yeah, SABC was trying to tell stories, right? Um, of what's were, happening. Of what's happening. But actually, what they ended up doing was channeling young kids. Yeah, influencing in, them in that in that direction. Yeah, because that that's I think what what ended up happening. People started getting you know channeled and influenced a bit. Yeah. So I think ent- entertainment is a, a real big industry where a lot of uh, the youth are really being influenced. Like if you look at our at the youth today, people are looking for validation on likes on Instagram. Um, people are trying to either be famous or make a lot of money, bruh. So I think the most important thing, apart from trying to look up to somebody and uh, trying to find that role model, is first and foremost, look inside and realize that you are the person that you have been waiting for and you are the person that's going to take yourself out of the circumstance and be an example to somebody else that's watching your life. So the most important thing is having the revelation that we need to be the people that we wanted to look up to it someday because there's somebody out there also looking for an example and they need that example. Maybe somebody's going through something that's a lot tougher than what you've been through. And um, this journey is real. Life is too real, bruh. And we need more people that are, are being active and being an example and being the leaders, being the, the influencers that this nation needs because we need a lot of icons. We need a lot of inspiration in South Africa. And it's time for us to rise up and stand out and be that example, bro. Yo. It's yeah, a real no, thing. definitely, it, it is you know a, a quite a quite a hectic thing. But uh, uh, on the on the on the side note, um, what we are talking about is also how to make that amazing seminar happen with a zero budget, right? So let let's maybe just have a chat about some of the things that we had to go through to make this this whole thing happen. Yeah, Yo, Yo. Bro. hustle, hustle. So hard, dog. I remember um, a couple of months ago, we were still planning for the Young Leaders Seminar. And remember the, what they told us at the University of Pretoria? No, we, had, we don't have any venues until uh, July next year. Yeah, that was crazy, right? Dog. Like, everything is booked. Everything was hey, booked. Bro. And, uh, well, at least, Nyana, I managed to, you know, get through, speak to the right people. Mm. Jump through a lot convince, of hoops. Jump through a lot of hoops, you know. <laughs> um and uh, inquire, but what about this person? What about eventually? And then this is something that one has to learn. You know, you need to keep on hustling mm. and keep on asking until they, when a gap opens up, they think of you first. Exactly, and that's exactly what happened. They thought of me first, and they were like, "Yo, where's her? Um, how's the twenty second of July?" It's great. I was like, "That that that's the date I wanted." That's the one. <laughs> just just take it. Just take it quickly. <laughs> so, so once we got the venue, I think that that really stirred a lot of things forward. Uh, we got a yeah. lot of momentum. We had a lot of hope. Um, another interesting thing was um, trying to discuss how we're going to go forward. We wanted to get South Africa's big influences in on the on the seminar. Yeah. And remember, I think we said we wanted a lot of people. We wanted uh, DJ Spoo. We wanted Gareth Cliff. We wanted we wanted p- big people, dog, yeah. to come to the seminar. But how are we going to get those big people to believe in our vision and support yeah. it and endorse it? Ace. And that, that was another challenge, hey, right? Um, especially, you know, certain people have managers, so you can't just go to them straight. You have to start with the manager, convince the manager. Must now, follow protocol, you know, Baba. Now he wants a profile. Now you need to go and send a profile. Now you need to, um, you know, um, yo, like lit- literally it was a pull and pull and pull. Dog, dog. <laughs> we needed to hustle hard, but we managed to get the people we wanted and they're yeah. coming to the seminar. So when you're trying to organize that world class event with zero budget and people don't believe in you, realize that you need to believe in yourself first. And yeah. uh, once you believe in yourself and they see the, the drive, the determination, the passion, 
they will they'll definitely believe in your vision. Yeah. So yeah, man, we we managed to get those people on board, and then what was the next battle, bro? I mean, the next battle was marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we needed to make sure that everybody knows about this event and everyone is aware and so on. And um, the good news is that we were advertising on social media way before we actually advertised on print. Yeah. And uh, social media is free in a way, you know. It's just the data and so on. Yeah. And um, and you so you just get the right team around you. And then you start being intentional. Okay, cool. We tackling Twitter at this time, and then we going to Facebook, and then we gonna go to, um, you know. So, so we literally had to have this bit of a game plan type of thing as yeah. to how we gonna go about it. Where, where we starting? Where we ending? Uh, and what time? And so yeah. on. All those type of things. So we did that. Social media marketing is always one of the best things you can do, that especially if you have zero budget. It actually is free because there's free Wi-Fi, dog. Yeah, like so especially in places like Tuane, yeah. it's got free Wi-Fi, and you come to certain buildings. Sometimes you also have free Wi-Fi. So that's 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 another step, you know. And definitely, we had the vision that we wanted to trend, and yo, we've been frustrated because yeah. that we hadn't actually trended. Yeah. But you know when you're intentional and you you're aggressive trending is inevitable if you never give up dog. yeah so i mean the event ended up trending up i think about two or three times right on, yeah. on uh, so it, it trended a couple would, of times it, on yeah. the hashtag wireless 2016 and it's still going to trend i'm declaring that it's gonna yeah. t- trend and go to next level trending bro you yeah so they're gonna be asking us hey guys uh I think it's time to verify this wireless 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after what we did there, um, the next challenge was how about banners and things like that? I mean, we are an NPO. We haven't started. Uh, I mean, we, we haven't been long in the game and we really have zero cash at this time, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so how do you make things happen with the zero budget? Yeah. So luckily, I mean, what we also do is we go around motivating people and yeah. so on. And, uh, so around youth month, we had two corporates actually, um, come um, and say, can, can you come and speak to our youth forum? And I was yeah. like, what? That's amazing. Yeah. We'll do the right thing. We'll so do the most. we went through and gave our time and energy along with some of the guys from the tribe. Some of you guys came along with us. I know that. And, uh, you know, we motivated the people and we inspired them and left them with a good message for, you know, for the youth month and so on. And ultimately, we had now a bit of a budget to work with, a little yeah. bit of a budget. But sometimes you have to go and, you know what, um, uh, I mean, even these guys, they only called us because we were already volunteering to do some things yeah. beforehand as well. So, yeah, that's that's that was another thing. And then now when we had to print the banners. Oh, gosh. What missions, dog? Yo. So you, you end up, uh, you know, chatting with startup companies uh, or maybe even bigger corporates. Sometimes the bigger corporates take too long. You go back to the startup companies. Hey, man, we're trying to do this thing. We can do a, a long-term relationship. Me and you, can can you do this for us at a, at a good price or yeah. even free? Uh, it's hard to get people to do things for free. So he agreed to a certain figure that was lower than his normal all of a sudden when i visit him you know a little while later he's changed his prices now they're higher and apparently he can't print from the printers he's gonna have to go print somewhere else and then he says no meet me at three o'clock three o'clock we sent someone there that was yesterday dog the person gets there and voila the guy says his car stolen he's out there somewhere far and um 
he can't he he just he just can't give it to us at that moment and he only gets to give it to us at half past 5 so the poor lady um that was part of our team ended up having to wait there for such a long time yeah. and um finally when she did get it there were some defects on the poster oh, i was so hashed bro so you see zero budget sometimes when you're going for the lower um you know that there's a small startup companies sometimes not always sometimes they will let you down so you need to have room for what if something goes wrong and yeah. you need to be open to the outcome so i mean we decided you know what don't don't throw them away and he decided no we'll he'll give it to us for free mm. and i mean uh the banners are pretty big we're just going to have to find a, a use for them or maybe even just try and see how we camouflage you know the the damage on them and so on but i mean you need to make sure that you you your your buck is going as far as it can especially yeah. when you have a zero budget exactly i think another thing we had to make sure and i think it's all is the fear when organizing an event is ticket sales. Yeah. How do you get people to really invest in this event and believe in the event? And mm. I remember there was a time when it was it a couple of weeks back when we were like, but guys, you're filling up this place or getting this certain number of people to f- come to the museum is going to be daunting. And you know, last year we did it and we were scared last year. And then this year we, we, I think we, for a moment we forgot that uh, we're working with young people. Yeah. And young people are really last minute people. Yeah, so and that's another thing you need to remember. So when you're making your event and you have a zero budget and it's focused on young people and it, it does have an entry fee, don't panic if the ticket sales are not looking your way uh, a week from the event. Actually, don't even panic if they don't look the way you want them to look two days before the event. They're <laughs> last-minute people. Like you will sell probably 60 to 70% of the tickets on the day exactly let's let's actually share some insight on the numbers you want to share some of those numbers um so i mean last year um around you know just a few days before the seminar uh, i think we were sitting on like 50 tickets sold <laughs> like what 50 man this thing is tomorrow yeah <laughs> only 50 people are gonna pitch yeah. I, I i was a bit nervous you i know? was stressed I, also dog yeah and then a few i, I mean I, I didn't even check it the next day yeah. I, I just I was so busy But I also just thought I, You know well, Whatever happens will happen mm. So when I got to the venue <laughs> I, I You know in my mind I was already prepared for the worst I was like Yeah well whatever guys we'll It is just, what it is right It is what it is guys I still love you And I hope you still love me after this So we we just did it anyway yeah. you know, We just went ahead And when I got to the venue When I looked <laughs> through the door Shock oh of your life gosh but- yeah. Where did all these people come from? Exactly, bro. Exactly. A lot of people showed up. Mm. And and that's sometimes what happens. I mean, especially if it's young people. People know about the thing. They talk about it. Only on the day sometimes like, oh, friend, that thing's today. Do you want to go? Yeah, let's go. And then, you know, people start pitching up and the thing actually starts to fill up. And that that's pretty much what happened. I'm just glad we're not going through the same thing this year, bro. We're a lot better off this year, bro. Yo. Yeah. Well, I have to also give credit to the amazing team that yeah, we've bro. built uh, uh, over the past few days. I mean, past past year mm. um it's they say in an african proverb if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together yeah. you know and um that that's pretty much what we're doing and and that's a really cool thing mm. to have like-minded young people working together to, for a common goal and to see something amazing like this being set up and organized and it looks so good mm. and it's done by you know young people yeah, and, uh, bro. yeah yeah so that that's pretty cool for me so yeah man what else is there bro like uh, so with your zero budget where are you going to get the food catering mm. vip 
Yeah, because you we got big people coming. You got to feed yeah. them, bro. They got so, a better expectation. So the what helped in my case was uh, just just having a bit of co- context beforehand as yeah. well. So for instance, um, I had done quite a lot in terms of you know just um, doing some some uh, let's call it. Let's call it freebies, not necessarily freebies, but like, you know, I, I done a lot in terms of just building a relationship with other people yeah. in other spheres. Mm. So that's something sometimes that you can do. Just know more people in different areas because you never know who can help you. Yeah, get to and, know people, you know. Yeah, and they say that um, there's a, this rule that says um, the person you are looking for that's going to make a difference in your life, a huge contribution into what in your project and what's going to do things for you is normally just six degrees away from the person in front of you. Yeah. So that means you need to start talking more about what you're doing and, and how you, you're struggling or, or what help you need. Cause your friend because knows a person. Though your friend knows a person sometimes, yeah. and you, but you never asked your friend. Yeah. Or maybe it's not even your friend. It's just, you know, some guy sitting next to you in the bus. Yeah. You just say, yeah, man, I'm trying to do this thing. I'm, I'm hosting a seminar. And they're like, oh, wow, listen, I'm actually a producer on, you know, SAFM or yeah. I'm actually this, I'm actually that. And then things can start happening for you like that as well. So, I mean, what we did last year is I just called up, you know, a manager of a certain uh, hotel. Yeah. And because I, you know, I had done things for them before. They now had to do something for me. Mm. So they just came through with a couple of platters. Voila. What a beautiful thing, dog. Another thing we had to, another logistical effort we had to work on this year was uh, furniture. Because, you know, we're having a panel discussion. How are we going to furnish this thing? Because I don't have the furniture we necessarily need. But it all Mm. worked out, bro. Because uh, a friend of a friend of a friend organized our furniture, you know. And that's sometimes how these things happen. You know, it's you, 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 uh. You really just have to have a big network. The bigger your network, the better. Exactly, bro. So I think that's it, right? Yeah, well, that is part of it. That's part of how to, you know, make an amazing seminar now, or with zero budget. But now there comes the day of, bro. And I think that's that's where you need a powerful team. Because mm. if you don't have that team, you're really not going to make things happen. You can't be everywhere all at once. So always value the people that you're working with. And push and go to the next level. I, I love the quote that Lesecho always loves sharing. Never doubt that a small group of like-minded individuals can change the world because indeed it is the only thing that ever has, bro. So let's yeah. go change the world, man. I'm looking forward to, to Friday. It's going to be the most successful event we have ever hosted and we're going to take it to the next level, man. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, if you still don't have tickets yet, the tickets are still available. There are very few tickets still left, but they are available uh, on at CompuTicket. It's only a hundred rand for the ticket. It's the Young Leaders Seminar. It's coming to you uh, from six o'clock at the University of Pretoria. Something that should be an amazing, um, you know, contribution to really shaping your mind and giving you a new perspective on how things can get done in an amazing way. So, actually, Wiza, as we're ending, about to end of the show. Just tell the people one time why they need to be there, dog. <laughs> All right. I love putting your impression. Brain. This is a surprise <laughs> right here. Cool. Give me, give me a little bit of volume. Sure, man. In the words of Malcolm S, we've been sitting down and laying down and bound down for far too long. I think it's time to stand up. I think it's time to stand up. Be counted. Be one of the superstar leaders. You know, sometimes the real problem is actually your mind. You need to shift your mind, shift your thinking, because as long as you did what, as long as you do what you did, 
You always get what you got. So what you need to do is shift your mind. Start doing things a little bit differently. Get a perspective from other people, like-minded people. What did they do to get to where they are? The good news is for you that success leaves tracks. So you got to find someone who's amazing in the thing that you want to do. And then you start to follow in their footsteps. Now it may be faster for some and slower for others. But anyone who's willing to put one foot in front of the other eventually gets where other successful people get. So you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Just believe. It starts with you. You need to tell yourself, I'm going to make it. Do you want to make it or you do kind of want to make it? Tell me. Do you want to make it? Yeah. Right? You want to make it, right? Yeah, man. That's exactly it. Guys, 22nd of July, Young Leaders Seminar. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. 100 Rand for the ticket. It's at the Museion Theatre, the University of Pretoria main campus. We'll see you there at 6 o'clock. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a session. This is the Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show. We will be doing great things together with you. My name is Sampiwa Petros, together with... When's that guy? And we're out of here. Cliffcentral.com.